And we are live. Okay. I was going to play some notes, but uh, I ain't going to worry about it. We're just going to dive right on in. So, hello and welcome back to Live Through Your Soul, the number one place to be inspired, motivated, and pushed into your walk of faith. I am your host, Alicia Silve, and I have a special guest on with me tonight. Um, and this particular season, we are discussing real lives with soul. And that's going to be about all things wives, um, about our walks as a wife, um, just living our purpose out as wives, and plus some other things. So. Um, I'm going to let my special guest introduce herself, uh-huh. and then I'll come back and say some other stuff. Uh-huh. Well, hello, 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 everyone on the World Wide Web. I know that it's showing <laughs> my age, but that's what we used to call it back in the, <laughs> <laughs> the internet. But hello, I am Felicia Leon. Um... And I'm so glad and grateful for Miss Alicia Silve, who has given me a platform to speak tonight. Actually, I'm the first uh, actual wife to speak. And so I thank God for her. Um, actually, I am a teacher um, by profession. Um, been a teacher for t- at least 22 years. Um, I was born in Natchitoches, Louisiana, which is the oldest settlement in the Louisiana Purchase <laughs> history. Um, and then I relocated four years ago to Georgia, where I now reside in Douglasville, which is a part of Metro Atlanta. Um, love, 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 love. Where I am, I love this season of life. Um, I'm married to Mr. Alvin Leon. He is also an educator. We've both been in education for about 22 years. We don't have any kids. We have millions and gobs of godchildren. Um, <laughs> and we have mothered and fathered many. Uh, so shout out to all my babies in the land. Yes. I taught you or you came to me in another way. I thank God for y'all. And my nieces, nephews, all of y'all. Love y'all. So um, I'm here to just share wisdom, experience, or whatever I can give to just help uh, someone, another wife along the way. Awesome. I, oh, also, Maker, I'm sorry. I forget. <laughs> Maker Levi. I know y'all, if you are friends with me, you see that a lot. Um, during this pandemic, we actually kind of transitioned four years ago, so we don't sing as much, or we're not in the mode of singing like we used to. But Maker actually was just not only a singing group, but it was an actual business when we were in Louisiana. So eventually we're going to get that kicked back up and going, um, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we're being very wise about our choices and the things that we do, but we do a lot of things such as consulting, 
training Levites, from your usher to your sound men to your video people. We did all of that type of stuff. So um, I never want to leave that out. I just thank God for the mission. I thank God for the vision. Amen. I know that it is going to be bright because we have done tons in the eight years that we were <laughs> established. Amen. So traveling all over the United States, out the country, everywhere. So there you have it. Yay, I am super excited to have you on with me. Um, I just want to add that um, I remember when I met you and Mr. Leon, I met you guys through an angel and I thank God for her. I thank God for you guys. Um, and it's just been lovely. Um, ladies out there listening, this woman here, um, I consider her to be my role model. Um, she's demonstrated a lot um, as far as um, being a married woman, giving me good common sense advice. And you guys, when I say it doesn't hate, it doesn't hurt to take good common sense advice and use it because if it works, then hey, you on you're moving on to something else. Okay, so. Um, mm -hmm whatever woman that you have in your life and she's provided you with good common sense advice, take it, use it, apply it and um, see if it works, you know? So thank God for you. I'm going to call you <laughs> Felicia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just tonight. So <laughs> um Tonight's topic is assumptions. There are many assumptions um, about, um, I would say, single women looking into a married woman's life. There are assumptions that um, they think, well, <laughs> hey, if I do this, then maybe this will happen, or they you know, they're looking in from the outside and say, oh, I want that. Um, I want to have what she has. Um, and some may feel hopeless about it and others may not. But that's the topic tonight. We are talking about assumptions. Um, um, the common theory about married folks. Mm. So... <laughs> Our first question, Miss Felicia, Mrs. Okay. Felicia, is um, what could you tell a single and you, yeah, I would say single. Some women are in complicated relationships and they're also looking. But what could you tell a single or in a complicated relationship person who's um, looking at someone else's marriage and um just assuming that it's their marriage is just perfect. Okay. And so we're speaking basically about single women looking into a married couple's life. Right. And assuming her life is kind of perfect and wanting that. Well, first off, I'll start here. There are pros and cons to doing that. Okay. So it's, I would say, first off, it's not a bad thing 
to look at a marriage and say, I want that. Uh, I want that in a relationship. I want a man similar to this, that, or the other, or to have certain qualities or to see, have a marriage that I see them having the public. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing wrong with desiring a husband and wanting a, a, a great marriage. Okay. Now, the cons to that would be you never know what goes on behind closed doors. And that's going to be from both sides of the field. Now, I know that in our, in the generation that we're in now, a lot of things that you see on social media is not real. Right. Okay. Uh, and I, I tend to tell a lot of single women this, um, coming from the perspective of looking for a husband, a relationship, or something like that. Because I, I, let's let's go here. Valentine's Day is coming up, mm-hmm. and so the single, some single, I'll say some single women that I've talked to or have had to deal with get depressed on Valentine's Day because they're on social media. They see all of the roses and the candy and the cute little pictures and the Photoshop pictures with they boo um, and them happy and all of that. But you're looking at just one day. Right. That's good. Um, not looking at the whole perspective of what comes into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I tell a lot of single women if if social media is gonna make you depressed on Valentine's Day, don't even get on there. I know for the longest time I can equate this to that. Uh, my mother passed um, about five years ago, and so on Mother's Day, it's very hard for me to get on social media because everybody's gonna post their mother and. And I'm happy and I'm excited. You're supposed to celebrate your parents. Mm-hmm. But if it brings me to a place of where my peace is going to be disturbed, then I just don't get on social media. I go shop. I go online shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love online shopping. <laughs> so I kind of have a problem with that. So whatever you have to do to maintain your peace, you have to do that. So also, we'll see a lot of memes. We'll see a lot of people when it gets rainy, um, snapping up pictures, raining chill day with my boo, and and that's just one moment in time. Mm-hmm. Social media does not build a relationship. So I would say, yes, pray and ask God for a great marriage and a mm-hmm. great but you also have to prepare yourself for a mate. Right. Are you, um, if you don't know how to cook, are you online looking for recipes and practicing? Or are you understanding how and maybe doing research about relationships and how it is to become a wife? I'm not saying that every wife has to cook because some roles are reversed. Some men cook. Right. Right doesn't cook 
Hello. Whatever. <laughs> what that was just an example. So yeah, whatever you're good at, and are you preparing yourself mentally to become that wife? Because it's not just what you see. I take it past social media. Let's say you in the public or in church, and you see that husband and that wife are happy, but that's just not the end all of it. You're mm-hmm. just looking or women or people are just looking from the outside versus being in the home with them to really know what's going on. And marriages work. It's not Amen. sunshine and butterflies and happiness every day. That's just not. Some days you're going to get on his nerves and he's going <laughs> to get on your last nerve. And so you have to learn how to pray and ask God for balance and just prepare me for that marriage. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that was good. Oh, and one other thing. <laughs> Don't become or get, allow yourself to come in a place of depression because you feel like it's not going to happen for you. And then you see each and everybody else here where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Find that place of peace. Now, let me tell you what I did. Go ahead. <laughs> my testimony before we got married. Now, I know it seems like we've been joined at the hip forever. Because <laughs> I married my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. We've been together 30 years. Oh, Jesus. And so <laughs> a lot of people be like, what? We've been married 25, but we've been together 30. Now, first off, he knew in, in junior high he wanted a wife and he wanted to be married. He he had it all planned out. I knew as a kid what I wanted and what I didn't want. And so, long story short, we got together. We were in high school and then we got in college. And then I was ready to get engaged. And then he was too. But then I would do little stuff to upset him and then he'll go and and spend the money that he was going to use to get the ring mm-hmm. or do this, that, or the other. And it was always back and forth. And so I just stopped him. I said, hold up. You know what? If you take your money, and at the time, I think he bought up. Y'all let me tell my age. <laughs> <laughs> a Sega Genesis. Oh, we. <laughs> that's, that's like an uh, no, Atari was when I was growing up. That's like PlayStation or whatever they got now. Back in the day. <laughs> so he took the little money for the ring and he went and bought that. He went because he was mad, you know, and then it would go up and down, up and down, mm-hmm. up and down. He never knew. I told him, look, you can buy it if you want. I'm going on with God. It doesn't matter to me. And I gave it to God. I took my hands off of it because. I had, it was something I wanted and I desired. When you get in that place for God and you just release it and God, I give it to you, that's when it's going to happen. And then that's when he went about the ring. We got married. And it happened. So that that's the answer to that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for um, shedding light on that part. Um for all of the single and uncomplicated relationships out there. Um, I agree that you should um, seek God and 
whatever you're seeking them for, um, just give it to them. And I had to learn too that um, God's timing is not our timing. So just because you're giving it to him today does not mean that um, he may or may not answer your prayer tomorrow. So um, if it doesn't come tomorrow, wait for it. You know, you've given it to God. So um, he's He's gonna answer your prayer. So yeah. <laughs> Seek God, give it to God, and be patient and wait. Okay. So our next question, Miss Felicia. Um <laughs> what let's see. Because there are, and you kind of hit on a lot of things, because one of the topics that I am going to hit on um, as a whole is marriage. Um, and like you said, marriage is work. It's not built over the internet. Um, so going into a marriage, um Wow, you pretty much answered it. Seek God and give it to God. Again, <laughs> <laughs> I may have a different perspective. Okay. <laughs> what can you tell our ladies about? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I missed your question, so I'm sorry. I oh, didn't. no, it, it's okay. It's okay. Hold on. I went into all her questions, guys. <laughs> sorry. I mean, it wasn't supposed to last that long either, so you, you did. I was talking like a long time. I noticed it. Okay. So what can you tell our ladies about? Um, because I think that it sort of kind of goes into another topic that I want to go um, into real quick, living your own potential. What can you um, tell our ladies about living their own potential? You answered that too. Living up to their own potential. Yes. Um, as far as uh, marriage is concerned or like career or... What way you want me to swing? Let's do marriage because um, okay. sometimes we can get kind of lost behind the man. Sometimes. Oh, that's a good question. I, I love that. <laughs> so, I think I think that the dynamic of every I, well, I know that the dynamic of every relationship is different. Mm -hmm. So. If you're married to an alpha male, and it, ladies, if you don't know what an alpha male is, it's a very, very strong old man. Um, meaning they like to be out front and lead and boom. Okay. Um, or you may be married to one that's more laid back and they may say, babe, whatever you want and whatever you like to do, you know, or you may have one 
that's kind of in the middle that will take charge at times and at other times they want. So you have different dynamics when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. But this can remain true for either either one of those that I just described. Basically, the woman has to know her place. I don't say that in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we were taught in, well, I say, me coming up, we were taught, oh, it's for the woman to be submissive and she's supposed to um, listen to everything that the man said. That's not submission. Mm-hmm. That, that's not submission. That that was not taught. If, if that, I say that to me, for me, because I don't want to put a broad thing out there based on what other people were taught. But what I was taught about submission, you humble, you submit, and everything you're supposed to obey, everything that man says, not so. Because there are times when, now this is the way we look at it. If something's going on, and I said, babe, we want to do such and such and such and such. I have submitted my idea to him. That's submission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, or babe, I would like to do such and such and such and such. Out of respect, I talk to him about my activities or mm-hmm. the things that I would like to do. Is he my daddy? No, I call him daddy though, but he's he he's not my father figure. Right. Okay. So at the end of the day, I still have a choice to do what I want to do. But I submit it to him and I say, this is what such and such and such. He may agree or he may disagree. Then at that moment is my decision to decide what I want to do. But I have submitted it to him out of now he does the same thing to me okay so I think a lot of times I would say for me that theory of submission was taught wrong but in order to literally live up to your potential and I I explained all that to to explain to you what I meant when I said know your play we as women are very powerful right and if you see yourself as oh i'm humbling down i got to listen to everything this man say you're not really seeing your power Mm. so we're very powerful we're very powerful beings and so a woman can make or break a man we can make or break men a lot of times they are some of them, even though some alpha men, and I know if men probably listen to this, they don't know what to say. <laughs> I can only give you my experience. Uh-huh. Okay. But you just take what I'm saying and you can apply it. If you understand your position as a woman and as a wife, right. you won't be intimidated. Okay. In a relationship. 
that is equal, mm-hmm. equal playing field. Now, if there's a problem in the relationship and the husband is saying, you don't send me, you don't listen to me, you don't such and such, you do what you want to do, da, 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 da. you're not supposed to be doing that anyway. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm wrong. <laughs> Okay. Both of my parents are deceased. So I can talk about an example. My dad, he will always fuss, fuss, fuss. I'm grown. I ain't no child. <laughs> but <laughs> my dad had a lot of immature ways. Mm-hmm. My mother had to take the lead in a lot of areas because he was not in that place as far as where he needed to be to lead the family mm-hmm. so sometimes men are not where they should be so the woman is more dominant that makes sense okay. now i'm gonna say this if you want your spouse to step up and become a certain thing in the marriage that you feel like he's not being Submitted to God. Stop beating him down. One. Mm-hmm. Okay. Submitted to God and bag up and be silent for a season. And when I say be silent for a season, what I'm saying is um, I, I submitted things in my marriage and he didn't always agree with it. So I submitted. I said, all right. I begged them quietly. Or if you say, babe, I don't think you need to do such and such and such, such and such and such. And I don't agree with that. I'm, I'm gone. Let me do what I want. Okay. A lot of times you have to bag up and allow God to open their eyes. Right. Allow them to get in that interaction of what you warned them about. And then they learn. Now, as far as you, while you are silent, because a lot of times it's twofold. God, what am I doing? Help me to see me. Mm-hmm. While you're showing him himself, help me to see me and what right. I'm doing wrong in the situation. Right. And God will work on it. But first and foremost, I would say definitely um, understand your place and who you are. That is good. Ladies, if you're out there, are you listening? She just explained um, what know your place means, you know, in a marriage. And that's very, very important because. A lot of things can get twisted and I'm going to go into, um, so maybe at the beginning of last year, I really found out that, um, and this could go from the man or from the woman, but um, I found out what um, verbal abuse really is. Um, And I realized that I, I was like, maybe... Maybe I've been abusing my husband just a little, <laughs> but um, 
ver verbal abuse can go from um, telling him what he can and can't do, where he can and can't go. Um, that goes back into what you were just discuss uh, discussing about um, being submissive. It's uh, not about your husband playing the daddy role, you know, um, but what would you tell the onlookers concerned with marriage? Um, any advice about verbal abuse that you could give? That's a heavy one. Um, so I need to go from both perspectives. I will start with verbal abuse um, from the perspective of the husband abusing the wife. Okay. If we could get a definition of verbal abuse, so some women may not know. Let me um, do this. Um, because verbal abuse can be just or even worse than physical. Right. Okay. The definition of verbal abuse, when someone repeatedly uses words to demean, that means put someone down, mm -hmm. frighten, or control someone is considered verbal abuse. Okay, verbal and emotional abuse takes a toll. Okay, and it also says sometimes it can lead to physical. So, from the perspective of From the 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 uh, female perspective, if a wife is verbally abusing her husband, demeaning him, frightening him, or just controlling him, I'm going to say first off, there's something going on inside of the female. If it's this constant, now with verbal abuse, I'm talking about something that's just constant, right? badgering a person and pushing mm -hmm. them and belittling them over and over. There, it, it all stems, nine times out of ten, it stems from fear. There's some type of fear inside of that female or inside of that woman. Mm -hmm. Or something that she's experiencing, that she's gone through, that is causing her to belittle and degrade her husband or to control him. Hey, mm -hmm. go here. Don't do this. You don't need to do that. You first off, we we have to understand as spouses that we're not each other's children. Right. So I'm a Virgo. It's just as sweet as I am. Sweet. Right. <laughs> It's you like are very 50, sweet. It's like 50-50. <laughs> you get the sweet, but then once the line is crossed, like I can be just as 
negative as I am positive. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> one of my the huge things that I don't like is if I feel somebody trying to get over on me, like I'm a giving, 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 giving person I will give to the end. Mm -hmm. But if I feel like somebody trying to get over me, my hands get closed. I don't help you. Like, don't play with me because right. I'm genuine. So what I'm saying is if something, I'm bringing it back. What I'm saying is if there's something going on inside, there's a problem because with a woman dealing with pulling her husband out, berating him, berating him in front of people mm -hmm. and doing negative things to him to try to control him, the marriage or the situation. It's just not healthy. So if if a woman, if you if if that definition we just read was you, then you got to do some soul searching and you got to go to the root of really what's going on. And it, and it could be stemming from, um, actual childhood or something that went on during those teenage years to cause or the experience that you may have experienced someone else to do that. And you saw the wife do that. To the husband. Okay. So, that perspective, woman, if that's you, you got to do some soul searching. On the other side, if the woman is being verbally abused, then what I always say, first off, you got to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Communication is key in marriage. If you can't talk to your spouse and you can't say something to your spouse or share something with them that is affecting you or hurting you, that's a huge problem. Okay, so if you can't say it verbally, write a letter, write an email, send a text message. Some kind of way to get through to that spouse to say, you're hurting me. Right. And I really need you to stop your behaviors. Okay? You got to find some kind of way. Second thing I would say, if it's not helping, maybe express your feelings. See if you are able to go to counseling. Because if a man is controlling a woman, just like if a woman is controlling a man, there's something going on. There's some type of fear or something that they they have gone through that caused them to do that. So one, either communicate. Two, a counselor, someone that you guys can go to, sit down, talk to about what's going on. My third thing that I would say, I'm never going to say to a woman that's either physically or verbally, being verbally abused, to stay in a relationship. I've had women come to me that many women that have been physically and verbally abused. I've never, I will never, I don't care if it was pastor's wife. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it was minister's wife. I don't care. I will never tell a female to stay in a relationship that is abusive. 
Right. Okay. So if you ever feel unsafe or you feel like something's going on and that you need help, you need a way out, you got to go to somebody you can trust and get some help. That's true. So true. Ladies, I hope you guys are enjoying this um, talk. Um, so far, we started off with assumptions. We moved over into um, um, living your own potential. And now we just hit on verbal abuse. And this is um, it's almost close to the closing time. Um, oh. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> If you're on and listening and you have any questions, I would suggest that you ask questions now. Um, we got 45 minutes. Yes. I mean, Alicia, Miss Alicia, you should have time. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, and if we go if we go longer, it's perfectly fine because I'm loving this good advice. Um, and Anderson, Keith Hayes, I will be sure to friend you so that you can share this. Um, and also, if you haven't already gone to the page, really? <laughs> um, if you haven't gone to the Live Through Your Soul page, be sure to go there and like it, share it, and um, follow it. Um, there are some great things coming up. So, Miss Fel Mrs. Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Is there um, any last words that you would want to share or um, did I hear all your questions? You did, actually. And I <laughs> because you hit them all, I kind of went into um, some other topics <laughs> that some other ladies would be discussing, but that's perfectly fine because everyone has their um, own perspective. Right. And that's the good thing about it. Right. Um, so basically, I just want to encourage you ladies. Um, I did. I went live. Well, no, I didn't go live, but I did a video yesterday. There is so much going on. And Alicia, what we have to 45 minutes. Right. I, go as long you as you know I'm long winded. Go ahead. So I have this ladies group that I'm in here in Georgia, and it is so phenomenal. It mm -hmm. is so phenomenal. Um, and one of our good friends um that is in the group, she sent us an email, I mean text about healthcare. It all the group is just established based on self-care and and being being a better woman and you know just taking care of ourselves. So basically I, I know for the past week I've been just thinking about a lot of self-care. And um I knew I had to do a video yesterday on it. And because we're going through a pandemic and we're going right political wars and race wars and uh you name we're going through um and death uh 
I mean, it's just like I get on Facebook and I know a lot of the friends from Louisiana. Like we have a lot of friends, not on Louisiana, but other places. But it's like I get on there and then I see somebody post, somebody passed, somebody died. And I'm like, oh God, it's just it's too much. Sometimes I just have to put my phone down and not look at Facebook. Right. Of course I want to know what's going on, but it becomes so emotional. It's just like so much death in the land. And mm-hmm. so we see all of this stuff going on and it and it it just becomes overwhelming at times. We're at work and we're trying to go to the store. We don't know if we're gonna catch the virus or if we're gonna come in contact at work or if we're gonna come in contact uh just just anywhere. Right. Labor outside. I mean, it's so much. And so we have to take the time as women, not only wives, but women and men, take time for self-care. Take time out for yourself first off, start with your physical body, your vitamins. Get on those vitamins. If you got if you've had COVID or not, get on them and stay on them. Vitamin A, I think it's A, C, D, melatonin, B12, and sent me a list of all of the stuff we had to have. You know, mm-hmm. women, get you a women's multivitamin. Oh, zinc was the other one. And so get on that and just take care of yourself. Exercise. Excuse me. Go for a long walk. I just bought me a um, bike. And I'm about to start riding my bike. Because I was going to work out at Planet Fitness. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't go in there no more. I went in there to cancel my thing the other day. And nobody had masks on. I was like, oh wow. Can get out of here. Ooh, I, <laughs> I ran out. It's hard to to work out with a mask on. Right. I put on that little COVID 19. I had shed all those pounds and I put it on. But I I said, I like to say this self care, vitamins, physical activity, um, essential oils. I'm big into essential oils, diffusing essential oils in my house, at work, wherever. Eucalyptus, peppermint, um, Tea tree, lemon, eucalyptus, peppermint, tea tree, lemon, and it's one other one. I'm gonna have to look at it. It'll come to me. But put those in a diffuser. I know eucalyptus is the main one that fights viruses. Put those mm-hmm. in a diffuser and then have it just diffuse those water like. You put the oil and water in it and it goes into the air and it just fights viruses. Take time, self-care, bubble bath, long showers, pedicures, manicures. I know if you're going to get a pedicure, you're going to have to get your mask if you're going into a place. If not, get on YouTube and learn how to do your own pedicure and manicure. But sit down, take some time for yourself if it's not bringing you peace, get away from that situation. Get away. Calling you and they, oh, oh, now I get it. We got to be there for family. But if it's interrupting your peace, sweetie, I understand what you're telling me, but we got to pray. 
Right. Like Maintain your peace. It's so much anxiety and all of this stuff in the land. But maintain your peace. Find that place of peace. Meditate. Pray. Play soft music in your house. Jazz. Whatever you like to listen to. Meditate. A lot of time that hardcore rap and that hardcore, that stuff is mm-hmm. on Facebook and it just join your spirit and just oh, oh, your heartbeat aligns with music. Music is powerful. It is. And so even at work, I play soft calming music just to keep my peace. When I feel the anxiety, I put my calm music on. And I have my little prayers going in the background because we have to maintain that peace. So that's what I'm going to tell you. I encourage you, get that self-care. Take care of yourself. Amen. I agree. Self-care is really, um, it's something really needed and big, and especially even more so in this time. Um, with everything that's going on. Lavender, that was the other oil. <laughs> that's, oh, mom had actually wrote lavender oil too. <laughs> but ladies, if you just heard that, go get those things because um, self-care is very needed. Um, mental um, health is very important. Oh, yeah. And without self-care, you can't maintain your mental health. So um, take care of yourselves. Okay. Okay. So in order to lead, in order to lead, what I said yesterday was, in order to lead others to be guided by our light, in order for others to be guided by our light, we must take time to replenish the light from within. So you got to take time for yourself and refuel. That's true. So I'm looking at the comments and we have one lady here, Miss Juliet Lee Moffitt. She says that self-care is so important. I hope my sisters go out and get the COVID vaccine so that they can be here to care for themselves as well as their as well as their families. Um, could you? She was one of my first mentors when I first really. <laughs> she wants you to elaborate on um, that part. Do you? Um, um, on which part? The vaccine? Yes going out to go get the vaccine okay well i think um right now there's so i think that's going to be kind of like an individual decision because a lot of people are kind of afraid right now they're watching to see what's going to happen um with the first round of it mm-hmm. um, and then a lot of people are going to go um, but i want to say this because my sister-in-law, she just recently got it. Okay. Uh, and so um, I want to say if that's something that you would like to do, ladies, for sure, go ahead, get that vaccine, take that time, and be healthy. Right now, um, it is not available to us 
in, in teaching profession here. I, well, it is, but it's becoming more available. So a lot of people, as it becomes more available, are making that decision to go ahead and get that vaccine. Um, so I think, you know, in order to be healthy, I think eventually it's probably, I'm saying this, this is me, something that everybody may have to do. But, you know, there are others that disagree and say, no, I don't want that in my body. I don't want nothing to do with that. So I don't really want to say go get it. It's kind of like left up to the person at the end of the day, you know, what they want to do. So um, that's what we're looking at. But it's important that we maintain our health in the midst of, of right. you know, and they are encouraging. I know those. At first, they offered it to those 65 teachers that were over 65 here. They can mm -hmm. get it back now. That's what I was told. And then, boom, others will be able to get it. I think they sent out an email signing up for it this week. Yeah. I um, honestly, I really don't know. Um, I, I did say that I was not going to get it. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna you you just gonna wait it out and see right. Well, I think uh mainly nurses or people that are kinda uh out out in the public a lot, um or maybe essential workers mm -hmm. or kinda in line for that right yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. Well um in the house so uh any more comments let's see ladies you have any more questions out there that you would like to get answered on tonight ladies you have any more questions out there that you like we'll wait a uh, couple of more minutes on your questions so i am um just going to reiterate what I've been posting all week, ladies. Um, we are talking with real wives with soul um, about their journeys and marriage. Um, and the main purpose is to um, help motivate and push other women into their purpose and to their walk of faith. And I just hope that the words that you uh, received here are words that can help you go into that walk of faith, go into that walk of purpose. Um, because marriage is a good thing. It is. Um, but it's, it's work. So before you jump into it, make sure that you, um, you're ready for, um, for the work that you're going to need to put in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm eight years strong and by the grace of God, we still here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, hopefully <laughs> the latest group they share so sweet. Okay, y'all in the in the um in our messages. I love them. I love them. I you know what? Alicia, you knew the stuff I went through, some of the stuff I faced in the past. 
and God has blessed me with some genuine friends. I do. I just love them. That's awesome. I do. Of course, I have some in Louisiana, mm -hmm. um, but this group is very, very different. Very different. Awesome. And like you said, I do know. <laughs> but God is good. God is good. <laughs> So, um, yeah, because my best friend, she's in, in Louisiana. Regina uh, Williams Gladney says, uh, We love you. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. And mom says, Love you guys so much. Y'all, my girls. <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> love you too, mom. You've been holding us down. <laughs> So I don't um, know if anyone else has questions. And if they do have questions, um, when they get to this part of the video, they can feel free to ask. I'll be monitoring the video and um, make sure to get their questions answered. So with that, thank you, thank you for um, coming on as a real wife. Y'all, she's the legit wife, okay? <laughs> Uh -huh. She's the legit wife. And, and I mean, I've made ooh, so many mistakes, but I want to say, you know, a lot of my mistakes that I talked to you, and she's seen me grow into this wife, this person. So uh, I thank you for learning and taking a lot of things and applying it and not taking my mistakes and making learn from them so. <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> i appreciate you and i am very proud of you and the work that you're doing with the podcast oh. to actually reach out to women help women try to inspire them to become the best that they possibly can be because none of us get it right i mean right we, we all trying to just get to another place and none of us have they, if someone sits and say they have a perfect marriage, that's just not true. I I just don't believe that it's <laughs> a perfect one. Um, but I think we all want to aspire to become better, become better in our marriages, our careers, and you know, in every area of our lives. And so we just have to keep pushing until we attain, you know, those goals and the things. Or even if if you're single and you divorce and you're looking for another mate or if you're single and you cool with being single i mean some <laughs> people are happy in their singleness and i love it right I love it i love 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 it so you know god forbid alvin always say <laughs> <laughs> if somebody i love somebody that's it that's it <laughs> i don't blame him <laughs> I can't say okay, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> so y'all, I'm just as sweet as I am. I'm very hard headed. <laughs> when I want to do something my way, it's just it's it, you know. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, but I encourage you, ladies, just find that place, find that place of peace, find that place in your marriage. Try to work it out. 
communicate. Yes. Another great book is Love Languages. Uh, find out your spouse's love language. And a lot of times we communicate what we want from our spouse. But like if you your love language is touch, then you may touch, touch, touch your husband like, you don't ever touch me. Why you don't ever touch me? Because he may not know. So we've done different tests to learn our love, learn our love language, and even personality tests that you can learn to kind of understand each other. Because you got two different people that grew up two, in two different places, two different right. values and all of that. And so at the end of the day, it's like, he's he's from Mars. What is it? Women from Venus and men are from Mars. Men are from Mars and I'm from Venus. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> did this? <laughs> and to say we've been together 25 years, let's still go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but thank you. You are welcome, Mama. I'm not going to repeat what Mama said. <laughs> Love on your spouse, surprise him. <laughs> Love on him and surprise him. That's, that's good advice, Mama. Love on him and surprise him. That's that's good. That's good too. Well, thank out of the ordinary. Right. Out of the ordinary is good. Mm-hmm. So. This brings us to the end of um, our podcast show. This has been wonderful. Um, Thanks to everyone who tuned in to Live Through Your Soul um, with special guest Mrs. Felicia Leon. It's been awesome. And um, remember to live through your soul. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and um, remember to live through your soul. Good night.